What's up, guys? This is JNM Break Room Banter. I am Mike, your host. I'm here with Jake. He's also your host. What's up, guys? I hope you all enjoyed the holidays. Um, and I know a lot, lot of you have been or, um, servers and retail associates, so I know it's a pretty rough time for you, but I hope you all got through it and still got to enjoy your holidays and peace. Yeah, and uh, that's a little clue into what we're going to talk about this week. I mean, this week is nothing but customer service and working in a retail setting. Or, or, I think both of us had about a decade each or working in the customer service industry, and it it's rough. Yeah, we, we've got about a decade in. Uh, I've worked at a couple of restaurants, and I've been at a uh, meat store for most of my time of working. Um, and I've, I had a good share of all kinds of BS that goes along with it. I worked in restaurants and I was a manager at a couple of them. So yeah, I've got my share of stories too. Where, where, well, where do you want to start this, uh, this week off? I mean, we have, I mean, should, should we just get, get into it? Like just jump right into the issues that we have to deal with. And like I said, this week we're, we're basically just talking about our little circle, a therapy circle, where we just just re- release everything in our mind and talk about all the BS that goes along with being in the retail and customer service stuff. I know a lot of the times when I would wind down, it usually be on a bar stool. Yeah, for me, it's venting. That's I just I I have to get it out of my brain because it, it depending on the setting, it could be really nice. It could be a perfect you know, harmony type of job, but at the same time, you do get a lot of fucking idiots when it comes to our type of jobs. And I mean, these customers, and I don't, I don't know if they do it on purpose or they do it because they have no sense of, of clue or have any type of background knowledge of what a retail type of job, uh, you know, infers, you know. That's the majority of it. A lot of people that the, usually the worst ones that complain are the ones that have not worked in retail or restaurants whatsoever. So they think that everything should be catered to them right away and nobody else matters but them. Right. And let, let, let us be the first ones to tell you, if you don't already know, that is not how it should be. And it's honestly, it sets you up for failure in any type of business. But I, I guess we can just get right into it. I mean... That kind of goes off my main thing, and that is the customer is always right. That has wrong, a hundred percent false. Customers are never right, and I don't even know where that came up. I think it just it caught on with one business, and then it just became this idolized theme that every business should just respect customers and how customers are always right. Majority of the time, customers are so fucking stupid, they're never right. Am I right? Well, for for the most part, when you're running a business, like that's how you make your money is taking care of your customers. But the ones that are completely unreasonable and go crazy, that's where the problem is. Because you do have to cater to them because... That's how you're making your money is from them buying your product. 
Yeah, you want them to buy your product. You want that transaction to be nice and respectful, and you want to have a little, you know, a little playful communication going back and forth. But at the same time, if if I'm dealing with a customer that comes in and they're just snooty, you know, they think they're right, they think they know everything, that just tells me in my mind, you don't know nothing, and whatever you're saying is just bogus to me. Well, you do have to be understanding to an extent. Because, I mean, there is situations. Your kitchen gets bagged up. Like, you only have a certain amount of time for lunch. We get it can be frustrating. But then when you just, you're, you're not willing to meet in the middle whatsoever, and then you just come off like a total asshole, excuse my language, then it's, people aren't going to be as willing to work with you. Right. And, uh, like, for example, we have so many customers that will come in. And, and let me tell you, first off, people that complain about food in the meat store and retail in general, but mostly when it comes to food, telling us you that we screwed up and that you got all this meat that's wrong or whatever, bringing it up does absolutely nothing. And coming in saying it's all our fault does not get you anywhere besides let us know who you are as a person. And let me, let me write a little story with this. I had this lady that came in and I waited on her and I got her a few things and items and everything like that. I have a system when I wait on customers, I usually will go through it. I'll get all their stuff together. I usually, um, when I say usually, it's because now I have an itemized calculator that I could put everything in, so I don't have to go through it. But what I usually do is just write out every price, and I kind of write the name of everything, just to like kind of like double check my work. But now, what I did, and what I did with this lady is I went through the items that she ordered. Okay, I'm just you got this, you got this pound of ground chuck, pound of bacon half pound of turkey, you got a couple of pork chops, a steak, a couple of chicken breast. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. And then I will write it on a sheet, but I'll use a calculator now. Total it up, give it to the lady. She took the stuff, paid for it, left. About an hour later, I get a call from that lady, and she's blowing up on me saying, you forgot this, you forgot this, you forgot this, you forgot this. I said, well, ma'am, no, I didn't. I know for a fact I put it in your bag. You must have misplaced it. There's no way I forgot four of your items out of six items that you got. You're telling me I got you four items, or I'm missing four items, so you walked out with two items when I know for a fact you got six? Because I keep track of it. I got a, I got a good mind. I'm young. I can remember this much. Well, no, I don't, well, I don't have it. It's not in my bag. I said, okay. Well, I'm telling you, you do. You must have misplaced it somewhere or fell out. Um, and she said, no, 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 no. You forgot it. You didn't even. You just charged me uh, for these two items. I said, well, ma'am, how much were you charged? Now I can't remember, but it. She got charged a lot. For two items? 
and you got charged that much money, let's just hypothetically think if she got a pound of bacon and a pound of ground chuck, that should be roughly about $14. And she was like charged like 40. So she came in uh, after we had the little conversation on the phone. She came in to show me her bag only had two items in it. Now, I don't know what happened, but uh, the better way she should have went about it is coming in and say, hey, I don't know what happened, but I don't know where my stuff's at. I I ordered this much, but I don't know what happened. I paid this much for all these items. This doesn't add up. But the fact that she came in just balls to the wall towards me, I'm less likely to be more respectful to you if you're going to sit here and just blame me and yell at me all because your items that I put in the bag are gone. I don't know what you did. So because of that, in a respectful manner, I basically just said, well, I can get you the stuff again. And I said, well, if you only got two items, I guess I charge you for two items. So did you want to pay for these items? And then she got mad because she had to repay for stuff. But I, like I said, I'm, I would be more, you know, nicer if you were a little nicer to me, because I know for a fact I put those stuff in the bags, but you want to be right. You just want to be right, and everything is all about you and not about me, and I'm the enemy here. Like, I just wanted to take your money and run. People are unreasonable. This this brings me to another story, too. So, since you brought that up, I had this story, or... Uh, it was one day when I was managing. So I had a lady calling an order. And at that, at that time, we had nobody to do carry out or whatever. So I bagged everything up, you know, put, got everything together, handed it to her personally. And then she called and said the same thing that she was missing all these items. And then, um, and I'm, so I looked, looked up her order number and everything. And, but it was earlier in the day, but then, um, but I remembered the order. So I was just like, well, or, um, man, that was, um, everything should have went out. All right. Or, uh, or cause I handed that earlier this afternoon and then she, she's like, well, everything was missing and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually she's like, can I, can I speak to a manager? I'm like, yes, this is him. <laughs> like things are going to change. If you speak to a manager or not, and on the situation, but th this one I knew yeah, for a fact. I, like I, I did it myself, so I knew everything was in there. <laughs> and they have to understand, like sometimes orders stand out to you. You know, if if an order is different, like if you get something different or something like specifically, let's say like a burger and no bun, that kind of stands out. And when you and when you do these orders and you run through them in your head. Sometimes it's like the mix and match puzzle games. You can sit there and look at your order and be like, wait, I already did this order. You know what I mean? You ever get that feeling? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when they sit here and say they don't get something, you're like, wait, no. I remember that order. It's like that little short-term memory kicks in. You're like, wait, I remember because they got no bun. They got a couple extra slices of tomato on their burger. They didn't want wedge or a fry, so they substituted with a wedge uh, cob salad or something like that. 
Like yeah. you can rem- pick up on that and you're like, wait, no, I did send that out and everything was together. So what happened from when I handed that off to when you got home? Yeah. Cut. Kind of the backstory on that, we had a lot of people calling up like bogus orders trying to get free food. So that that was kind of my backstory on that. So and just... uh I worked on a food truck and that kind of clicked back on a story with me when I remember this lady ordered wontons and we have these frozen packs of wontons and they come in I think I think six six by five. Yeah, they come in six by five. So there's 30 in them. And we do it by uh, the half dozen. So for anyone that don't know that, that's six. And um, what happens is we open this pack of 30. We take six out and we deep fry them anytime we get an order. So we can get about five orders per pack. So this lady, long story short, this lady ordered some wontons. And she was the first lady to order wontons for the day. I remember opening up the pack and dropping the wontons. She goes and gets her order at the end of the window on the food truck. And she takes off. She comes back and says she didn't get her wontons. Hmm. And I told her, I said, well, ma'am, there was only one order for wontons as of right now. And I have proof right here to show that there. I opened up one pack. And I took out six of them. So where do they go? I know for a fact I put them in the bag. Now, um, one of the one of the people I was working with. Now he sat there and said, "Well, just it don't it don't matter. You know, just order it." Okay, well, I guess it doesn't matter. All right, whatever. She she got another order. But then when he started thinking about it, he said, "Where's the other?" He asked me. He said, "Where's the uh, other wonton order?" He said, we had two wonton orders. I said, no, we had one. But she didn't get it, apparently. I guess it spilled in her car. You know, that's a little joke. I guess it spilled in her car, so she came back wanting another one. So, And that's what, that's what people don't understand. Customers do this, not all of them, but customers do this to get extra free food out of it because of that sense of I'm always right as a customer. You know? Pity. Yeah. So, oh, so anybody listening that does pull that, don't do that anymore. I mean, go ahead and do that, but just expect karma. And it's just, it's the principle of it. If you're doing that, how pathetic do you have to be? Are you that yeah. poor you can't afford to get another order? Or are you that fat to where you have to get more food? It's one Man, of the don't two. Don't sugarcoat it. I ain't going, I mean, you know how I am. I'm just, I'm, you know, I got no filter. I'll say how it is, but. If you're if you're doing that to get extra food, then you you have to be either a, a low life to have no respect for others, or two, you're fat as hell. And if that's the case, you might want to go to McDonald's. It's way cheaper. Yeah, like Hancock. Oh, you should sue McDonald's because they fucked you up. It was like that lady that sued McDonald's because there was no wet sign, and she threw that Coke or, or something, or no. Was it McDonald's? That lady. McDonald's was a coffee lawsuit because the coffee was too hot. That's too hot because, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, there was one where that 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 lady got mad at her boyfriend, so she threw a uh, her uh, soft drink, and it splashed on the floor, and then she walked over and slipped and fell, and there was no wet sign or wet or like wet floor sign, and she won. 
That's the thing. She won that too. Oh yeah, it's bad. It's like every time there's a spill, I always had a wet floor sign ready to go because of all that shit. <laughs> you just like ah, don't you walk there? I have somebody who get one. <laughs> you just like that... lay on the floor, like ain't no one going to slip. I ain't getting no. Whoa, no, whoa, no touchy, no touchy. <laughs> uh but what, what would you say? Customer is always right, or customers that come in last minute, right before closing. Which one is your? Uh, least favorite. Oh God, I'd say always right on that one. But I I do a, or I do a few stories on that one too. I, so this is back when I was a line cook. We had this guy literally sitting at the fucking bar for it had to be like two and a half three hours. The guy was sitting there the whole time. They kept asking if he wanted food the whole time. He's like, oh, well, kitchen doesn't close yet, or or I still got time, right? So. Literally waits. Our kitchen closed at eleven. He waits till ten fifty nine. Out of the whole two and a half, three hours, he was sitting there to order food. Finally, the last freaking minute. I'm like, bro, like, are, are you serious? Yeah, just because you're open to eleven, you gotta use some common sense. You can't just sit there and say, "Well, you're open. I still got a minute to order." No, 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 no. That minute to order. Is bullshit. That minute to order is like a that should be your courtesy call. I will never, ever, ever. It's like a golden rule. Go into a kitchen an hour before closing and get food. I will never do it. I don't care how respectful they are when it comes to closing hours. If I find out that the kitchen closes in less than an hour or within an hour, I will not order food out of respect to the people in the back trying to get that place cleaned up. Because what they don't understand, and what a lot of people don't understand, especially in the meat market, some businesses stop paying you at that time too. For example, for me at the meat shop, we close at a certain time, let's, hypothetically, let's just say 4 o'clock, okay? If a customer comes in at 3 o'clock, I really have no issue. But when it gets to about 15 minutes till closing and they want di- stuff sliced on a deli, now what people understand, sometimes delis, when you slice the meat, the juices from the deli that's in the package or the cheese gets cut and it's just flings food and crumbs everywhere or juices get everywhere we have to clean that before we close we want to leave right at closing nobody in their right mind wants to stay after closing and for us we stop getting paid at closing so when you get your entourage coming in 15 minutes as a customer coming in 15 minutes before closing getting nothing but lunch meat and we're trying to get out of there while you're home enjoying your lunch meat and it's 4.05, I'm spending five minutes of my time that I'm not getting paid for, that I want to be home and be with my family. I'm sitting there cleaning up the slicer all because you decided to come in last fucking minute. And especially the slicer too. It's so awkward. It's a pain in the ass to clean it all the way through. You have to break it down and everything like that. It's a disaster. And, you know, there's a sense of respect when 
you come in there and say, hey, guys, I'm sorry. I know you guys closed within an hour. I'll keep it simple. Just give me a pound of ground chuck. Where I can just reach in and grab and put it on a scale and weigh it out and go, that's fine. But when you come in and say, oh, I know you guys closed, but can you give me a pound of American cheese, uh, a couple slices of uh, some summer sausage, and can I get uh, uh, some center cut ham shaved? No. <laughs> no, you can't. Because you had all day to come in. And I don't care about people that that say, oh, well, I worked all, all day. You could have called the store and said, hey, I'm going to be working all day. Can you give me some lunch meat so I can pick up when I get there right at closing so you guys can clean the slicers and get going on home? There's always around, there's ways around things. Well, again, that brings us back to the first point. It's usually people that have never worked in that kind of industry before. They don't get it. Yeah, and I, I truly believe that everybody in their right mind um, should have to, to work in a year's worth of retail jobs of whatever sort. But work one year to know what it's like to work these jobs. And people say, well, you can just get another job. Well, th if that job sucks so bad with these customers coming in late or customers thinking they're right, I mean, we wouldn't have a lot of workers. It's not like that makes our job sucks. Or it, it's not like that makes our, we hate, uh, hate our jobs more. It just makes the job a little bit more annoying than it needs to be. But that also could be solved if we just had somebody like us trying to express that that's not the way to go sometimes. You've got to have some type of respect towards these businesses. Mutual. I remember, uh, I, I won't say names, there was a player, um, and he got his group of friends, and uh, I think it was his pizza restaurant. Um, when we go off air, I'll tell you more about it, Jake. But... Um, but just for just for our listeners, it was this pizza place, and the guy told him, he said, hey, man, you know, come by any time with your friends. Feel free to come by and, you know, have a good good time, good food, all the stuff. We got you, you know. No. Well, he gets his entourage, and they storm into this pizza place 30 minutes before closing, man. 30 minutes before closing. And they just sat there, and they just start BSing, drinking. Uh, just just having a good old time. Now the it, time's ticking, um, and it gets to past closing time. Kitchen's closed, but of course, here they come, hungry, with a couple of drinks in them, a couple of shots. They're wanting to order, so the manager tells the workers in the back, fire the stuff back up. Get that flat top on. No joke. Now, this is a story I was told. Now, I don't know how, uh, you know, the credibility behind it. But no joke from what I was told. Those workers were so pissed off that they fucking stood up on a, like, little uh, crate and pissed all over that flat top. Oh, and my gosh pissed all over it and then once it got cooked off then they cooked all the food in it 
And this is another example, ladies and gentlemen, of why you don't piss off the people bringing you food or the people making your food. I I will never, ever. If I send food back, I'm never going to get food in return. Because sometimes you do just you just don't want it. You work, you work at a kitchen long enough, you know what kind of shit happens. Yeah. Now, if you think the health department wouldn't allow it, the health department probably wouldn't allow it. But the health department has a lot of other restaurants that do a lot of other shit. And if you think you're going to one that's screwing with your food, they probably are. They probably are. But you can't prove it. You just got to either take the risk and eat that shit or not eat it at all. Or just be cordial with the person. You show respect to the employees. They typically show respect back. If they don't, then that's a different issue. But keep that in mind, though. Mike, uh, let's see. You know they, how they have the clinger scale? Like, you know, you go to stage one to stage five clinger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a switch up with that. I'm going to call this a stage one to stage five Karen. <laughs> yeah. What would be your example of the stage five Karen that you've dealt with? Uh, stage five Karen. I had this lady. Um, I'm trying to remember what exactly happened. I had this lady, and it was kind of based off what I said earlier with the whole, she didn't get her stuff. But she made it seem like I just hated older folks. And what happened was, I had this lady, and I got her all her stuff. She got a variety of stuff, a couple lunch meats, a couple, you know, a couple meats and stuff. And then um, she left, came back, and she gave me a pack. It was ground chuck, and she placed it over, and she said, I am not paying for this. I can't believe you gave this to me. I said, oh, I said, what is it? And I opened it, and this ground chuck, Jake, look like it was from 20 years ago it Oof. smelled it was black i said no. i said i said this is i said this is disgusting i said i didn't give this to you yes you did she started pointing in my face Ooh, ooh I, I i don't like that and i'm sitting here and i look at the label because guess what our our machines print out dates on labels so when I print out something for the day, it will put the date on it. It's crazy how that works. And I looked back and I looked at her. I said, no, I did not give this to you today. I said, our ground chuck is bright, bright red right down there. That is what I gave you. It's the same container. It does not turn this fast. I promise you, if it did, we would not be in business. Yeah, you gave me this fucking ground chuck and everything. This is an old lady, and she's cussing at me. And she's still pointing right in my face. And I, I said, all right, what? Well, everything's out the window. No, this is not the ground chuck I gave you. The fucking label on it says it's from four weeks ago. I said, try. If you're going to take 
trying to pull this shit, you could take this and go to the other fucking meat market down the street. And I threw it right back on that counter, and I walked in the back. I wouldn't be she, able to handle that too nicely either. She gets uh, my the boss, the, the owner of the store at the time, and blew up on him. And he just kind of, a respectful guy, he just kind of said, you know what, I'm sorry. If, whatever went down, I'm sorry. Here's uh, an extra pound. Here's two pounds of ground chuck. Do you want me to backpack this one just in case you can't eat it and we could throw it in the freezer? You know, we got you, you know. And he, he took care of it in a mature manner. I didn't because I just can't deal with people pointing and cussing at me, um, especially when I, it is obvious. And the, the guy, uh, the owner comes back to me and said, Mike, what, what, what was the deal? Why was she? And I told her, I told him exactly what happened. He said, Mike, normally I didn't end, uh, people talking like that to customers, but this one was okay. This was justified. Just try to try not to cuss out of every old lady you see though. I would say that lady was a Karen five. Yeah, it sounds like it. Oof. Well, what about you? All right, I'll I'll get I'll give you my example of a. Oh, I, I still remember this bitch. I can't get over this day. <laughs> so we had this lady come in. It was um this or when I was a manager of another restaurant too, but uh we had this lady come in. It was her daughter's graduation party, but they were. So they were wanting to, I forget how many, it was a ridiculous amount of people. It was like uh, 40 to 60 people. They said they called and put a reservation in. And at this this point, I had been the manager for the past two days. So I had heard nothing about it. Because once a lady called up there, and then one of the other managers came up to me and was kind of asking, like, do you hear anything about a reservation for a graduation party like no and they even told her like well the one manager that's been here the past two days hasn't heard anything about it and like you know none of the other employees that worked those two days had heard anything but this lady just got all bent out of shape and was pissed off cussing at us and i swear i came so close to losing my job that day she was just she was a straight up fucking bitch <laughs> I mean, talk about how she's gonna or write the corporate, but even in the meantime, like we still worked it out. Like hell, it was a Friday or Saturday night in the middle of the dinner rush, so we were still able to accommodate that. And we got them sat within ten minutes. That lady was still bitching, and then told one of the other managers, like, "We should get some free appetizers for or just for all this inconvenience and stress." And oh like, come on! Like you, you literally got sat in ten minutes, bitch. You ain't getting free nothing, and like especially the way you just cussed all of us out, like you can go to hell. Yeah, just when you when you talk shit to somebody, why do you expect to get free commendations for it? It makes yeah. no sense to me. Like that lady could have came in in my part of the story, could have came in and said, "This is what you gave me," and I could have, and if she was nicer about it, I would have been like, "No, well, no, this ain't." look right here this is four weeks ago this is four weeks old ground chuck that you left in your fridge you probably grabbed the wrong one and opened up what you thought was today and it wasn't and 
out of just mere coming back to the store and wasting your gas, I would have gave you another pound of ground chuck. But when you are going and, and with your story, if you're going to be out there and cussing out every single one because of your reservation, I mean, and then you're going to sit there and finally get sit on ten. Uh, trust me, if I can get sit in at a restaurant and ten, and I know what the restaurant you're talking about, getting sit seated in ten minutes. That's that's amazing, because yeah. your place usually is hopping. Especially, what, what, did you say it was on the weekend or Friday? Yeah, it was a, it was a Friday or Saturday night because it was one of the busy nights. And yeah, and and when you majority of the time, I would probably say a normal wait hour during that time is probably forty five minutes to an hour. But to get seated in ten minutes and then sit there and go, oh, we deserve. Uh, all this stuff and uh, appetizers. Uh, yeah, see that again. You're just either being fat, or you're just being, you know, a piece of shit. Yeah, she was like, she because she got in my face at one point, and then I, I was trying to be as nice as I could, but then after a while, I I started losing my temper. I still I still didn't say anything too bad, but I was one more bad comment away from just kicking them all out. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is they don't realize you can, you do have the right to kick people out. So the fact is, if, if some people want to come in and run in their mouth, just know that you you might not get the what you're looking for with trying to get accommodated for what you want. You might just get your ass ran. And I think I think honestly, Jake, that that people should get ran more often than they should do get to get accommodated. Yeah, that. That one was bad. That was that. That's the one I remember the most. Just cause, oh my god, I I probably never dealt with a fucking fucking lady like that. And we we probably can go on all night, Jake. I mean, I I can probably keep thinking of more stories and more stories and more stories. I mean, we have a decade's worth. But I, like I said, today tonight was mostly just to hit the highlights of the main issue guys the i mean the the fact is customers are never right and coming in late have more respect for the business and their employees god that's that's all we can ask not works and retail restaurants be more respectful to those people you you think that job's so easy but you, you try dealing with a thousand customers a day and see how you go through it and I think uh, I think the best way to wrap this up, Jake, is if we kind of throw out some guidelines, um, some helpful hints and tips um, for for restaurants and for for let's just say hypothetically you are late, and uh, just whatever you can think of the top of your head to help our listeners out. Like uh, for example, a couple of tips I have: if you are going to a meat store or grocery shopping and it's late. And they close early. And let's say your your local meat shop, give them a call ahead. If you are going to be working and you're going to get there 30 minutes before they close, give them a call ahead. It is people will have way more respect towards you. Your in and out of business would be like coming in. They will greet you better because they don't have to worry about cleaning up after you because they already did your job. Plus, you get in, get your stuff, and get out really fast. And you'll have to sit there and wait in case there's a line. Another tip is, and I think of this one as with a restaurant, 
let's say you need something to eat and you just you're feeling sick and you just need something and the place closes in uh 30 minutes or so get the simplest item now you you probably have a little bit more uh background with this jake what's easier getting like a little salad to to eat or anything fried because i'm assuming you gotta you wait a little bit later to filter Any, out all that oil yeah anything fried's quick but salads it really just depends on the place like i know one of the places i worked at they were handmade salads so or sometimes that might be a little more difficult but usually yeah salads or anything fried yeah fried i mean because the oil's hot you could drop it it's not that big of a thing but when you're going to go in there and get like burgers or a steak or something like that or sushi or sashimi or whatever you want to get depending on wherever you go you know just have or some type of pizzas yeah just have some type of a little bit more self-awareness and how things will if you were to make it how unless you have no clue but that's why we're helping you if you have no idea get something fried or use your sense of um your common sense and kind of have a feel okay will this take that long to make in the kitchen and that you know kind of go by that rule of thumb any other tips you could think of jake yes tip or one one of my first tips if you were going out to a restaurant always tip your server at least 20 percent because i'm telling you the servers usually make like two dollars an hour so they are completely dependent on tips so don't be a dick now, what if you had a terrible server? What would you recommend there? Because I've I've been in si situations where uh, servers were just awful, and I'm like, do you really deserve twenty percent? You can usually tell with the servers if they're busting their ass, and that you might not have got your drink right away or something like that. But you can obviously see the servers busting their ass because I've been a server too. There's times where people call off, you get bigger sections and you're getting slammed it's just harder to keep up with stuff but if you could see your server over sitting at or sitting at a table bullshitting on their phone then that's a little bit different story but typically even a shitty server i usually i usually tip 20 percent. usually that's just me but just check out look at the environment see or if you just base your opinion on that yeah i kind of kind of go by feel like um and I, I've, I've had this experience with some of my friends. They kind of like, um, we'll kind of go out and they'll have like, oh my, the server is doing terrible. And where's our food? It's not always the server's fault. I've known being in the kitchen, being a line chef, sometimes and more often than you think, things in the kitchen get backed up. If your food is not ready, guess what? The server is not going to bring out food. I can almost guarantee it. So just because your food is not out does not mean it's the server's fault. And you can't. Yeah, I mean you can, but again, that's bad. That's that's just a bad principle on you. If your food comes out late, it's not always the server's fault. It could be. If your uh, if your food's cold or your fr fries are soggy, because m majority of uh restaurants and if, if not all of them have a uh um a little heat lamp 
uh, little little conveyor belt, I guess you could say, where the food will naturally flow in and flow out. And then is above that is a little heat lamp to keep them warm. But that doesn't always keep them piping hot. They're piping hot right off the burner or fryer or something like that. They stay kind of mellow warm. Once your food starts to become a mellow warm, that's when you have a little indicator how long your food's been sitting there. That's when you know it's either the server or the kitchen, but not always the servers. Am I right? Yep, you're right. And then also, I got one more tip. If you go into a restaurant and you go and you go on a wait, and say you got or say you got three people there, and they're trying to get you in the door, so say that you get sat at a table you're not particularly fond of. Just go ask if you can be on the way for another table. If you could see the place is filled up, they got that table open because that was the first one that opened up, so they got it cleared off for you. But or but don't get don't get all bent out of shape because you're or because of the table you got. If they worked it in to get you at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Just be thankful you got a table to sit there and eat. Any other tips? pretty much wraps it up for me all right well like i said this 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 uh podcast kind of took a little longer than i thought but i figured it would because we are we could go on and on about things but just remember customers are never always right and have more respect be in the middle between when it comes to having some respect toward the business and employees if they are showing you respect try to show them more respect if they don't give you respect you know, you got to earn it before you get it, get it. So, but, uh, other than that, I think that wraps it up for this week. I hope you guys enjoy and, uh, yeah, take care.